The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. CSPN and the WrestleCast present to you Cast of Strong Style. Hello and welcome to Cast of Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Anwar Starwin. What's going on, Anwar? Nothing much, Don. Hi, everybody. It's been a long time. I missed you. I'm glad we're back. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we're back as well, Anwar. You can find Cast of Strong Style on the CSPN Network at www.cspn.us. So, Anwar, since the last time we talked, we had some departures from New Japan Pro Wrestling, most notably Kenny Omega. He finally made it official that he is joining AEW. So, your initial feelings on Kenny heading over to AEW? Uh, um, It was a smart move. It was the best move for the situation. He didn't look like he was happy in New Japan, if you notice his body language and how he would talk about like things as far as like storylines and whatnot. If you just watch over, ever since he won that title, he's pretty much not been happy or whatever. At least from us, some of us looking at him. And this is the best move for him and it's best for New Japan. So they could just move on with their own plans and they can't be held hostage by the elite no more. Yeah, so the only person who still will have a relationship with New Japan out of the elite is Marty Skrull, and that's because he's still under contract with ROH, so... Yeah, yep, and once that's over, that's over, but within, like, um, within Jericho's and, like, I believe, and Kenny's contracts, they have clauses where they can't take matches in New Japan, so... I mean, they're gone, but don't be surprised they show up at some point, but I don't expect to see I don't expect to see Kenny no time soon because based on what I heard with his interview with Uncle Dave, he was kind of, he sounded real blown about <laughs> He felt like he got lowballed <laughs> as far as offers or whatnot compared to all the people between WWE, AEW, and the huge fan. So he's, I guess he's kind of in his feelings. But hey, man, things happen. Everybody can't be Okada and Tanahashi in that company. This is true. This is true. Another departure that took place was that of Kushida. He had his final match, a match that he requested and was granted against Tanahashi. Uh, This was a really good match. Of course, Tanahashi gets the win with the high fly flow. Uh, They got a really good near fall with the Back to the Future. Uh, Kushida hit that and, uh, you know, really close two count. But, you know, good wrap-up match for Kushida. He's headed over to WWE, presumably 205 Live. So, uh, just your thoughts on... No, 205 Live! <laughs> so, um... Telling people, but... Oh, God, no. So, what... NXT or NXT UK, please. <laughs> so, give us some analysis of what you, uh, how you thought Kushida wrapped up uh, his final match in, in uh, New Japan. Oh, I, it was a nice... It was... 
it wasn't no blow away, just back and forth. You're on the same level as me, like match, but it was still awesome and it was a nice swan song. And I kind of liked the dirty stuff that they did at the end where you thought she was going to get this great grand goodbye and the switchblade and, and Guido Ghetto just did that crap at the end. Yeah, that was really good. They, uh, Jay White uh, comes in from behind as Kushida and Tanahashi are about to have their little moment and uh, beats down Tanahashi and, and leads up into the title match that they're going to have uh, coming up here that we're going to review later in the show. All right, so and while we're going to move into the new beginning cards from Sapporo. They had two nights there. Uh, we're not going to really focus that much on what was underneath. We're going to focus on the things uh, that drew the house. So the first match in Sapporo on night one that drew the house, Minoru Suzuki, he faced off against Sonata. Uh, there is an epic moment where Sonata put Suzuki in the paradise lock. And uh, I don't think it was the best thing that could have happened for Sonata. Because Suzuki then proceeded to whoop his ass when he finally did break free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why? Why would you do that? It's not a, like that's not a that's not a smart move. Should have done that. Milano was uh he was thrilled about it though. Of course he was thrilled about it because <laughs> that's his move. <laughs> Trying to see people get hurt. That's what that is. So, uh, Minoru Suzuki ends up getting the win as he does hit the Got Style Pile Driver on Sonata and gets the victory. So, good singles match leading up into uh, their big tag team title match that they're going to have that we're going to review a little bit later. The second half of the tag team title match uh, faced off in a one-on-one match as well on the same card as Evil faced off against Zack Sabre Jr. So, Anwar, I know you know this the history between Zack Sabre Jr. and Evil is that uh, Zack Sabre Jr. is undefeated against Evil. Yep. Yep. Every time, like, Zack just have, has had, just has Evil number. And I was coming in this message like, oh, here we go again. Will, will Evil finally get over the hump? <laughs> will, he, will he pull the 49ers on the Cowboys? <laughs> well, Evil did finally get over the hump. Zack Sabre Jr. got caught slipping. And Evil hit. Everything is evil. And he got the pin and the win. Yeah. I mean, he was due. Huh? I like the little little few little little beef that pops off. They can they can they can milk that right. over years. Right. Our main event from night one in Sapporo, Bad Luck Fale and Jay White. Faced off against Tanahashi and Okada. That's basically the New Japan version of the Mega Powers right there. (laughs) So Jay White, he used a chair on Tanahashi's knee. He softened it up and he made him submit to what they called at the time a modified figure four. But what we later learned it to be its proper name, the TTO, the Tanahashi tap out. Jay White, Bad Luck Fale, they get the win. I enjoyed the main event. I mean, that's kind of wild that that they had Tom and Hoshi tap out 
in like one of the events that he tapped out last year to Suzuki at. So kind of like that's a nice little little historic thing they did right there. Uh, like, oh, this just happened like last year because he got tapped in a similar fashion. And then JBMJ takes the opportunity to create an entire move and just name it after <laughs> Tana Hashi tapped out. That is so petty, but you know, just here to breathe with the switchblade. <laughs> Okada, he's back. The fans, they love him again. He took the pants off, went back to the short boys and the fur coat, man. And man, the people are just back on the train again, just like mm-hmm. they were last year. So. It was kind of cool to see them come out and, and tag team together. The people were just really insane uh, for this match. So, and good effort by Bad Luck Fale too. He he held his on. He kept up. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was he was good. It was the I believe it was the first time two Kiwis were like in the main event together. So that was historic too. So we're gonna move on to night two in Sapporo. We had an IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match between the champions, Bushi and Shingo, versus El Desperado and Kanemaru. We get a bunch of great near falls late, including one where the referee was pulled out of the ring following a pumping bomber. But Bushi and Shingo, they hit Rebellion on Kanemaru to retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. Uh, Fun match. These four have really good chemistry. Bushi and Shingo have some really cool tag team moves that they've developed over the past couple of months that they've been tag teaming together. They're a lot of fun, and I think they're going to have the belts for quite a while. The thing with that, him having the belts so long, that's kind of, that's going to get in there. That could get in, like, Shingo's past, because unless Rumble's coming back soon, that junior division... <laughs> That junior singles division that used to be stacked with talent, it's not looking stacked with talent no more, brother. Just go back to like a couple years ago and see like 2017 and look at their roster. Even go back to last year and look at their roster. It's not the same. So they might be forced in a situation at some point to make Shingo be, 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 be singles or whatever because I don't know, man. They're going to probably need Desperado to do a big too, so. <laughs> but I did enjoy. I did enjoy that match, though. How long do you see Shingo staying in the junior division? Period. Is he even the junior though? That's what I'm saying. He looks like he 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 looks like he's outside of the weight class. I'm gonna tell you, brother. I saw him. I was watching him wrestle the Champions Carnival last year, so. He can hang. He, 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 he ain't really no junior to me, but they won't say he's junior. I'll play long. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he should. To me, he should not be a junior by next year. At the earliest, I would love to see him not be a junior by G one because they they got some open slots with the elite dudes ain't around no more. So throwing Shingo in that mix would be fun. <laughs> All right. We move on to the IWGP heavyweight tag team title match. Evil and Sonata defended against Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, 
the champions hit Minoru Suzuki with the magic killer. And then Sonata follows up with a moonsault. And they get the pin on Minoru Suzuki. And the champs retain. That, you know, watching that match, like, seeing Suzuki be the one to take the fall, I was like, wow. But I'm also thinking that Suzuki probably was like, yeah, let me take the fall because we're over here building Zach. So I was like, it's pretty cool. That match was that match was really, really fun. It's kind of sad that to see them just like in that feud. Bro. Back to back to good old G.O.D. Versus <laughs> Evil is not again. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Shit, man. I'd rather see K- no disrespect to G.O.D. because I like them, but can we get K.E.S. back in the mix and stuff? Even 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 Usual Chase will be something fresh. Yeah, it's about to say we're gonna have to have some um uh freshening up of some lineups and some different divisions here. Yeah, man. Because of the reshuffling of the uh of the deck with some people, like you said, the departures and things like that. And guys that have been signed but haven't debuted yet, so Yeah, no golden lovers tag team, nope. Yeah. And go and part of the things like these shows, no Goto Ishii, no like no Goto, no Ishii. I think no Nagata so too because they were all supposed to be overseas, but his visas got messed up and they didn't want to pull nobody. But you see, when you have your most talented people and they ain't in the building, you see it. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this whole two nights in Sapporo the. Young Lions match is actually really good. <laughs> Ren Narita is gonna be really good. Him and Shota, <laughs> him and Shota are the two, and the guy, and uh, the guy that Ren Narita wrestles all the time. Um, I'm, I'm big on Yoshida and um, Yumino. I like Narita too, but I'm big on those two more. Yeah, yeah, Yoshida. Yeah, he's he, yeah, he's really good. Is that uh. Mm-hmm. That finishing move that uh, Ren does, that uh, that overhead German suplex into that really high arcing bridge. That's they just they're just getting finishing moves now. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. They weren't having any because they're young lines. They limit what they can do. Right, right. But that's a, that's so, a that's a very pretty, very pretty move. Yeah, man. All right, now it's time for the main event: Night Two and Sparrow. Naito is defending his IWGP Intercontinental Championship against Taichi. We get a good closing stretch, a lot of drama, some close near falls. But ultimately, Naito retains the title after he gets the pinfall after two Destinos. So Naito retains Taichi's run at the top of the car. looks like it's over. He's going to be relegated back to tag team status, six-man status. So we had a revelation on the last show. You were coming around on Taichi and his efforts. I'm kind of afraid to hear your analysis on this one. But what were your thoughts on (laughs) Taichi's effort against Naito and the biggest match that he's had in quite a while? I'm going to tell you who I blame. I don't really blame Chaichi on this one. I blame the Booker. 
I blame him for doing this overbooked bullshit. And it is just so that they don't trust Taichi to have an actual really good match, even though Taichi had a couple good matches last year. So yeah. why are you doing all this stupid nonsense? And story rising character progression wise, it was strong and leaves Taichi in a better position. It's just I hated all the bullshit, the the outside interference, the it's just nonsense, man. I just and the chair shot to the head pissed me off because come on, dog, we, we doing this in 2019, even with the knowledge of CTE and all that, you doing chair shots to people's head, like nah, bro, it's stupid. Check your people, even if you did a gimmick, even if you gimmick the chair. I just I don't I don't like that shit right there. But even Naito said, like, he made some steps forward, but he still has more to go. And I guess that's the overarching story with, like, Taichi. He has has to put that work in. So I like Taichi. It's just I wish the Booker Booker man liked him more. But I want to see Taichi just do his thing without all the bullshit. Because I, I think he can do it. It's just, you got to have the opportunity. And if the management don't believe in you, you only can do so much. Like, they'll heat him up every once in a while to, to step in for, like, a, a match or whatever. Then do this nonsense and move him back down to multi-man to tags. Yeah. I mean, if you tagging with Zach, I heard they were pretty good tag during tag team, tag league. So, that's another possibility. But it's just... Frustrating, but yeah, man, I'm not. I'm not gonna kill, kill him. I, I, that's on the Booker. Nonsense. All right. So that was the first two nights of the New Beginning cards in Sapiro. So now we're gonna shift over to the big card, the New Beginning in Osaka. So our opening match, we have Jushin Thunder Liger, Tenzan Kojima. They go up against Minoru Suzuki, Takamichinoku, and Izuka. They tease Izuka saving Tenzan from a chair shot, only for Izuka to hit Tenzan with the chair, and <laughs> Suzuki Gun gets disqualified. Throughout this whole new beginning run, Izuka is coming up on his last match. It's going to be February 21st. And yep. uh, if you know the history, Tenzan and Azuka used to be a tag team, and then Azuka turned on him. So Tenzan's been trying to appeal to his sensibilities and try to make up with them here before he retires. And so the whole tour, these matches they've been having against each other, he's been working on them, working on them, working on them. And it looked like in this match, it was finally going to happen. He's going to have some compassion. And nope. He said nope. He hit him in the throat and head area. With this chair, pull the chair on him and rip the shirt off. <laughs> if you watch the back, if you watch behind the scenes about it, like after the match, Tenzan was so salty, man, so salty, it was so salty. And he's like, "I'm gonna try one more time." And it's like, it's like he was just so mad. <laughs> it's worth taking a look at. Look at look at on New Japan like New Japan like YouTube. Yeah, man, he was so mad. 
was so salty. But I get why he was salty. He's like, you took this shirt that me and you to symbolize our friendship that both of us signed and you rip it. Oh, I'm so mad. He <laughs> <laughs> was so mad. And um, and Koji was like, right there, and he's like, and then it, 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 it turns out it was a positive to Koji. And Koji was like, okay, I get it. And then at the end, Koji was like, I have an issue with this situation as well. So coming up, and then it's at the end. And even that, like, we were talking about the tag teams and whatnot. And then it's, and the tag teams were like, um, like Evil and Sonata. He would basically put it out there like we wanted to, we we want to see Tanahashi and Okada at some point. So keep that in the back of your mind. Huh? Oh yeah, the Mega Powers of New Japan get the tag team titles. Dream that would be awesome. Dream team. <laughs> Dream team. So two of the young lions we mentioned before, Yoshida and Shota, they faced off against the IWGP Tag Team Champions Evil and Sonata in a non-title match. Shota and Yoshida showed a ton of heart. They survived a lot and actually got in their fair amount of moves. But the champs eventually got the win after they hit the magic killer. So good showcase for Shota and Yoshida. And, uh, you know, the story here was the, the champions may have been taking these too lightly and they got more than they can handle. So what would you feel about this match, the non-title match? That one I did not see. Oh, okay. All right. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Shota, like I said, Shota and uh, and uh, Yoshida, they they got a lot of stuff in more than you would uh, would have expected for this. Bushi, Shingo, and Naito they faced off against Desperado, Taichi, and Kanemaru. Naito hit the Destino and Kanemaru for the win. After the match, Rapungi three K they attacked Bushi and Shingo. And then they took the titles, and then they indicated that they want a junior heavyweight tag team title shot. So, yeah, yeah, Rapungi 3K having to resort to some heelish type tactics to get what they want. Yeah, I'm, and I'm the fans mad. were not having that. They didn't appreciate that. Uh, no, they did and, not. And Shingo fried them. And the, like I said, like got to go back and watch those videos on on, on the YouTube. Like Shingo called him lame and just he he, he sunned him. It was funny. <laughs> and the crowd was eating that crap up, man. I tell you, Shingo over, man. <laughs> the next match, Chase Owens and Yujiro faced off against Hamna and Hanari. Chase Owens got the win by hitting Hamna with the package power driver. Um not the best move to finish a guy who literally got paralyzed last year, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay, he was <laughs> he he walked away. He was okay, but sometimes you just look at these things like I don't know, man. Hamna scares me every time he wrestles a match. Man, it's kind of hard to watch him now. Fans were surprised to see the arrival of. Kota Ibushi. Golden Star's back! He had been out of action since Wrestle Kingdom with a concussion. A lot of people believed he'd be following Kenny to AEW. Instead, Ibushi announced that he has signed a two-year deal with New Japan. 
and he plans to be a part of the New Japan Cup. So apparently the uh what was it? what did he call it? His um his quest for knowledge or whatever it was is the reason why he wasn't signing with any particular company. I guess that's over with. It's, I think it's his school. He has a school or a school. Right. I think it's a consortium or something. Now he has a two-year deal with New Japan, so they at least have the, you know, he's in-house. He's not just freelancing like he was before. So this is a really big deal for it was a very big deal that made me really happy because I wanted to see Ibushi on his own again. And with him having that contract, like the last time he had a contract with them, they really took good care of him. And he's going to be more in the mix now than he was last year. I just was like, before we started recording, I saw something from Super J cast and they pointed out that Ibushi only had like three singles matches outside of tournaments in New Japan last year. And, yeah, that's a giant waste. But the thinking is they wouldn't do that because he's not a signed guy, so they can only push him so far. But now that he's signed, it's going to be fun. I I would be shocked at some point with during this year that he's at least gets gets a run with the um, Intercontinental Championship, at the least. I can see him getting in the Conor Championship for sure at some point during this year. I don't know how, I don't know when. I know Naito, Naito has his plans to like to hold both, and I mean that's a match would be fun because they always have great matches and scare the hell out of all of us <laughs> with the stuff they do. But yeah, it's great to have Bushi back, and the dot the, the, the black hair dies. It looks cool. The Gorillas of Destiny, they faced off against Makabe and Yano. Yano, he brought out his usual antics, but Tamatanka thwarted him with Jado's King and the Gorillas of Destiny as they get the win. And um, Tamatanka is no longer the good guy. He finally snapped. Yeah, he, he and- lost his mind. I think <laughs> with him now, based on his pro- to the profile, it's the good guy, bad guy. So it's not just the bad guy, I guess. That means the character's probably going to have days where it's going to be good, days where it's bad, or maybe even in between matches where it's good and bad. Some Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde crap going on. Exactly. <laughs> as far as that match, it was, it, was, it was okay. It's not something I would revisit, but it was okay. It was okay. It was, it was more fun for like the crazy crap that Tama did, other than in, in the match itself. Right, right, right. He's definitely the entertainment value for Gorillas of Destiny right now, since they are out of the title picture. Taiji Ishimori defended his IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against Taguchi. Taguchi fired up. He went into a, fl- a flirt, a flurry. It's about easy for me to say. He kept going for the ankle lock, but Ishimori found ways to get out of it. The crowd, they bit hard on a dodon that caused a great near fall. Ishimori escaped the second attempt at the dodon, and he hit the bloody cross to retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Hey, man. Taguchi needs to step up. He steps up, but it's hard for some of us who watch him 
messes around the whole damn year to take him seriously in these spots. But, I mean, I know Taguchi from Apollo 55, so I know he has this in him. So it's always cool to see him, like, have these, these, these type of matches every once in a while to show that he can still do it. But there was one spot in the match that really killed me inside, like, like, um, it was a reference to, like, um, Ishimori's past gimmick in, like, um, Dragon, I think, I think it was Dragon Gate or something. I can't remember. But it was the Sailor Boys and, like, <laughs> Tsugushi was mocking him, or, like, mocking him about his past gimmick. <laughs> and then, during the match, <laughs> during the match, um, Ishimori was like, oh, you think you're going to sun me? You play me out. And then he started doing the dance. The crowd popped like shit off that. Uh, yeah, that was a great moment within the match itself. But yeah, I like I like how it was a good match. It was a really good match. And they're building up Ishimori beating former like world, like IWGP junior champions. Partially because, like I said earlier, that roster, <laughs> singles, singles wise, singles wise in the junior division, it ain't really that hot right now. So, got to do what you got to do. But him versus Lager should be fun at the anniversary show. Yep. After the match, Ishimori he challenged Juice and Thunder Liger, Liger who was on the commentary desk, stood up and he accepted the challenge. So, that should be a very fun match. Should be, yeah. Bad Luck Fale with the Bullet Club faced off against Okada. Following a ref bump, Yoshihashi came running out to make the save. And yes, he did make it all the way to the ring without incident. Yay! (laughs) Fale hit the grenade, but it wasn't enough to keep Okada down. Okada rallied, and he used a pair of Rainmakers to get the pin and the win over Bad Luck Fale. The Rogue General has his best matches against Okada and Tanahashi, and I, I, I believe people said Nakamura in the past. So you get when he's in there with the really talented people, they can hide his flaws, and this was another example of that. It was he did enough, and it's a really cool match, and it was great to see. Um. Yoshihashi have the opportunity to do that again, but not get hurt and be successful in it, and that made me happy. And then him carrying like Okada to the back was great too. So that was a great touch too. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed that match. Yeah, I did too. And like you said, uh, Bad Luck Fale has had probably his best maybe three matches of his career against Okada. So they definitely got uh, fantastic chemistry uh, between those two guys. Then that brings us to the main event of the evening for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship title. We're going to have Tanahashi defending against Switchblade, Jay White. Pissed off Tanahashi, he didn't break the cloverleaf when White reached the ropes. Instead, he transitioned to a Styles Clash and got a great near fall. Tanahashi, he seemed on the verge of victory. However, Jay White caught Tanahashi out of the air during his high fly flow attempt. He hit the Blade Runner and Jay White pins Tanahashi to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship 
and Anwar, we are officially in the Switchblade era. Yeah, we are in the era of the Switchblade, and I know a lot of people are mad about that. Well, you're just going to get over it, because this is the direction the company right now, so I'm sorry. I love Tanahashi too, but I mean, they they just going with Jay. I mean, within this match, I really love the counters and how smartly like Jay would not allow Tanahashi to do certain moves on him and just totally force Tanahashi into doing other things that not I mean, Tanahashi is is a genius genius wrestler, so he could still do his thing and whatnot. It was, just, it was a smart match by Jay and Cook. And within those con characters being a part of the match throughout it, it was fitting that he would catch Tanahashi and hit him with that blade runner to win. Because it was counter all count it was counters throughout the whole match. So it's pretty cool. I'm not mad at Jay winning. I, I may be a minority on it. I like Jay. I think he's an entertaining heel character. He still has room to grow because he's still young. So be patient, man. I know people have their favorites and they want to see their their favorites to hold the title or win it again. And that'll happen eventually, but when one person leaves and they're a big person, you have to fill a void. And they've been planning for this for whole like the whole like last year. So I mean during the whole tour. Jay was getting victories over Tanahashi, so is it a fluke or is this just an inevitable result? I mean, it's all perspective. What did you think about the match? I thought the match was great. I thought Jay White, in the last two high-profile matches he's had, he has stepped up and delivered. Um, he's definitely grown into the spot. I know we said the same thing last time when we talked about his match at Wrestle Kingdom against Okada. Just the growth and progression. And now the thing he's going to have to do, though, is keep this standard, you know. So when he wrestles against, let's just say it's Juice Robinson or whoever wins the New Japan Cup, he's going to have to have that same quality match as the champion that he had against Okada and Tanahashi to win the championship. He can't have a first defense that's a, that's a that's a 2.5 star match. He's got to bring a four star match every time now because he's in that spot. And I think that he looks like he's going to be able to step up to the challenge. He stepped up and passed every test that's been thrown at him so far. So I don't see why he wouldn't step up and take this on and do well with this as well. Yeah, man. He's like 25, 26. He's really young. So he can only get better in time. Just have a little patience because. I mean, people were really people were angry. Well, Okada came in and and beat Tanahashi when he was really young. So I'm not saying Jay's going to be Okada, but I'm saying he can be really special. Just have some patience with him. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not always the hot take person. I'm like, I, I want to see how things play out, and if after a certain amount of time, and and, and it's not turning out right, then you can just bitch and talk shit, but the sky is falling stuff, man. It was kind of like, people were blowing me with the stuff they were posting. <laughs> and I it was getting close to the point where I was just going to like, 
like mute the name Jay White because not because of Jay, but the people. Because the people, man, people will take all the fun out of stuff sometimes. You know, that's the thing with wrestling fans. I think that they have a hard time understanding about themselves. Is they're always clamoring? Oh man, they need to make new stars. I'm tired of seeing this person in the main event versus that person in the main event. The same, you know, four or five guys just trading around the spots. And then when whatever company decides to be bold and try to make a new star, this is the first thing that happens. Oh, my gosh, this dude is terrible. He's not ready too soon. But well, how are you ever going to make somebody if you don't, you know, go out on a limb? You know, you, you got to try it at some point. And this is the point where they try it. Yeah, they, it's, this is not no hot shot thing. They've been building Jay up for like not even just last year. Building him up since he was a young lion. From from the information I've gotten, listening to other people have been keeping track of this over years. So don't be surprised. Maybe you weren't paying attention. Maybe maybe you're a new fan and you just like who's this Jay White guy? Because you weren't there watching him as a young lion, so you didn't see this coming. So for the people that saw, who put in the time, like are like legitimately New Japan fans and not just. Fans of a couple wrestlers that are from North America. So, uh, yeah, 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 that was shade. But, I mean, I just want to see how things flow out. And I mean, I'm trying to find out, are they going to allow, are they going to allow Naito to be in New Japan Cup? Because if he is... The potential of a Bushi and Naito finale in New Japan Cup would be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, this is what I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. You know, in North America, they have this thing that we refer to as a transitional champion. Do you think mm-hmm. that Jay White is going to be New Japan's version of a transitional champion? We just saw Tanahashi be the transitional champion. Yeah, true. I don't think they're going to do that back to back. They don't. They don't turn over that title like that. That's a title that people usually get and hold it for a minute, maybe one or two defenses, even three. But they don't hopscotch that 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 particular title at all. So shit, I I do not see Jay losing that title. To at least maybe the summer, maybe Dominion. I can see him if they feel like taking it off him temporarily for them. I wouldn't be surprised if he held it until like held it until maybe King of Pro Wrestling, like Power Struggle. I can see him holding it to like the fall. And then one of these, one somebody catches him and t- takes it off him. I don't know. So we'll see. Because the big match that New Japan has been holding on is like they hold, they save matches. They don't just give away the matches. <laughs> so one of the matches they're they're saving is Okada versus Naito. So we'll see. Like. Because supposedly they want to put that on the dome, but then supposedly they're doing two dome shows, so it's it's really weird. 
Just some more miscellaneous news. Young Lion, or in this case now, former Young Lion, Kitamura, is no longer with the company. Uh, he suffered a bad leg injury uh, riding a scooter, and so that has been the basis of a lot of debate between, you know, did he violate his contract or whatever and so forth, but he is no longer with the company, and uh, that's really a bummer because he was definitely a promising prospect he had just a phenomenal build and uh, was really coming along uh when he uh got to the point where he was headed towards his excursion so uh, uh quite a loss for new japan there i think what i what i heard is he got hurt but his contract was up and new japan wanted to um resign him but they wanted him to like stay on injured reserve list until he can be medically cleared and he was like no so it's not that New Japan didn't want him. It's just they wanted to be cautious with him. So, and he just wants to wrestle. So, hopefully he'll show up in All Japan or Big Japan or even Noah because it will be cool to see him in one of I, I, I like him as a wrestler. He grew on me. He's definitely what the Young Lions are for if you take the time to watch those matches. They start off rough and you're like, eh, I don't know about this guy. And then after about three months and they keep doing it on these shows and start showing up every time, you're like, oh, man, he's getting a lot better, a lot better, a lot better. And then you're like, oh, wow, he's going to be really good. Yep. Is there uh, anything that you're looking forward to uh, on the uh, retirement or the anniversary show? Excuse me. I got to look at the card again, but of course, Liger versus um, Liger versus Ishimori were good. It'll be interesting if Osprey is wrestling versus somebody too because he's been off for a minute since like 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 January he's been gone so I'm like it was interesting to see if he's defending versus somebody at um anniversary show I know that he's I don't know about the anniversary anniversary show but I know for sure he's gonna be on the honor rising cards. Yeah, I think I saw him. I think I saw him. So matches, yes. Because the anniversary show is the twenty first, and then the, uh, uh, Honor Rising is the twenty second and twenty third and twenty fourth. I think. I think it's like three days in a row. The anniversary show is in February. Uh, it's in. Um, yeah, because that's where. Um, that's in March, and that no, the 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 Isaka the Isaka retirement match is the twenty first. Because I was like, that don't sound right, because I know, like, usually anniversary shows in March. Yeah, yeah, that's in March. I'm thinking about the Isaka retirement show. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff going on in a short time, time frame, so it's kind of, it can be kind of confusing. Um, I, I looked at some of those on a rising card, and I was like, I don't know about some of these matches. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, the the match that stood out to me is going to be Will Ospreay defending the Never Openweight title against Dalton Castle the first night. Yeah, I've heard things about Dalton Castle not looking like his old self because of all those injuries. So. Okay. Yikes. I hope Yikes that's not that. the case because Dalton Castle is my guy. I really like him. I like him too, but if you get hurt and don't take the time to get them get yourself right, this is what happens. This is the danger of constantly working through injuries, man. 
that stuff catches up with you. That's why I be, that's why I would tell you youngsters and young ladies, be careful about putting companies in front of your health because once you get hurt, man, they it, it, it it's hard to heal up. So sometimes you might have to take that, you might have to catch take an L, like fiscally to protect your your long term investment, which is yourself, your health, because that's all you got. You get only got one life, so you know, do the best with it. Words to live by, from Anwar Starwin. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> so Anwar, right this time, in, any final thoughts before I let you have your shout outs and thank yous? Um, nah, I mean this was fun. It's always fun talking to you about New Japan, man. I enjoy it every time. <laughs> so uh, shout outs and thank yous. Oh, okay, yeah. Um. Shout out to uh, Jupiter Julep, What's Sleep, um, Madame Luzette, and shout out to you, shout out to everybody else who interacts with me and makes things fun and not, we are not blowers online, because it's not fun to be a blower. And when I mean a blower, that's something in D.C. where we say, you're just an energy. You're a person that just kills the energy. <laughs> and over that, that means we really don't want to be around you. So when, this, when so when you hear somebody from DMV say, "Man, Bo is a blower," that's what we're saying. That's that's exactly what we mean. Don't be a blower. All right. I'd like to thank Anwar Starwin for joining me once again for another edition of Cancer Strong Style. Thank you to everybody who used the hashtag. Uh, during the New Beginning events, the Road to New Beginning events, we appreciate it. Again, the hashtag is Cast of Strong Style to share your commentary with color on New Japan Pro Wrestling. Please head over to CSPN.us. Support our, our sponsors to help keep our podcast free each and every week. Click on the banner at the top of the page. Do some shopping with those sponsors. Some of your purchase comes back to help keep all the podcasts free each and every week. Also, you can support over on our Patreon page by going over to patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. There's a bunch of podcasts over there, exclusive podcasts where we talk even more in depth about wrestling called the dark match. And there's a bunch of good videos from those to score. So there's a lot of good stuff up over there on our Patreon page that you can check out and also support the podcast that way as well. So for Anwar Starwin, I'm Don DeLorente. And this has been Cast of Strong Style. Strong stop, stop.